Greetings, top of the day to you all. It's the seasonal bounty host, Cameron Davies here back with another bonus editorial episode bonus because this will be appearing on the tuesday after our usual saturday episode editorial because the topic is one that i've chosen now the topic that i've chosen today is about ethical diets now ethical diets you wonder it's a bit of an odd one uh, well uh it is a bit odd but I've been thinking about it lately, which if you know me at all, you know that means I've been talking. Because for me, talking equals thinking, so that's why I don't shut up sometimes. Shut up sometimes, I've got a lot to think about. (laughs) But ironically, it takes a lot more thought to make the podcast as short as possible, which is strange but true. Now, I start off with a, a really interesting little BBC podcast, which is available on the BBC Sounds app, called The Food Programme. Now, on this particular episode, they had two people speaking. They were both GP doctors, and they're also both dietitians. And the point they wanted to make something about was that just how diet is probably the most misused word in the English language. Now, when you and I think of diet, I can pretty much guarantee now you're thinking about eating to lose weight. But when a doctor or a dietitian talks about diet, that is only one very small part of what they think about. They are thinking about the nutrition and the lifestyle that goes behind you getting access to that nutrition. So it is thinking about your food and your diet from your entire personality and situation. So it's a much more all-round thing than just looking at one very slim, narrow part of it. So if we'd look at those different aspects of your life, if you make any life plan you want to take into account, you'd want to think about, okay, your environment, so where you are located, are you living by yourself, do you live with a number of other people? You would think about also about your um, material ability, so do you have spare money to look after your diet or is it a very tight thing? Um, and third thing, I think we need to think about now. We've all started to do this a lot more with every kind of life plan we make is look at mental health. And this is where the ethical part comes into the diet because the ethical part is really introducing something that is a core belief or or a benefit you hold dear expressed in your diet so that the food doesn't just feed your body, it also feeds your mind. And that leads to a more, I think we can all agree that sounds like a much better way to a more stable, happy life than just vegging out on that. So let's think, in wanting to look at diet as, as more than just a simple thing about just nutrition or just dieting, thin losing weight, let's have a look at a couple of different well-known diets. 
Probably the first one I'll point out is one that's much loved and pointed to by a lot of people is the Mediterranean diet. Now, you'll see in this diet, people eat seasonal produce that is locally sourced. And they might even be as locally sourced as their own garden or their neighbor's garden. And they may enjoy wine, but they only ever enjoy it in small amounts. So they're not like us who's got to have a whole bottle of wine to enjoy it. No, they get plenty of enjoyment from just a single glass of wine. So focusing on the enjoyment of the moment works for them far better than it does for us. Whereas for us, it would lead to some overindulgence. So they're, they're more tempered with their thinking. Now, another diet we could look at that really shows an all-round lifestyle is the fast food diet, which is, as it sounds, a life of eating based around eating at your fast food chains of all shades and varieties. Now, if you were to have a closer look at this, you'd have to say the lifestyle is a very unplanned lifestyle, especially the eating part of it. There's, there's no forward thinking beyond, do we go past a certain outlet so that I can get eating then? And in terms of the nutritional requirements, there's really something that you rely totally on the particular outlet you're going to, rather than making it that that is a qualified thing that you want to take care for. So what I want to do is have a look at some other diets that show a very clear ethical value that we might try and perpetuate or try and use as a guide for us to incorporate our mental health into our diet. The first one would be a very popular all around different cultures in the world, vegetarianism. Now, if you've ever met a seven day a week, three day a week, three meals a day vegetarian, you will find they feel that um, they saw the human um, animal factory farming and slaughter to be an absolutely in, intolerable system to be part of. And they didn't want to be part of a system that encourages mass slaughter. Now, in a, so in a sense, they're kind of viewing animals at a much more equal level as humans, so more like sentient beings rather than just animals. Now, which leads us to the second group, which is kind of that same ethic, but again, just stepped up a notch higher, and that is veganism, okay, where you do not want to eat any animal products. So whether that is the milk or the cheese from a cow or the honey from a bee or the flesh of any of those animals, that is what a vegan is. Now, a vegan does take it a step higher, and they're thinking like when we started as humans to object to slavery, that they see that those animals that are producing products for us to eat are really being enslaved by humans to serve our purpose. And again, just looking at it as a, um, as a sentient being, just like humans, it has every right to be free. It doesn't need to be caged up, so we would prefer not to be part of that system. So that, I think, is good to know that because a lot of people tend to make fun of vegans, like, like they're over the top. But, you know, if you were to say, oh, you don't believe in slavery, would you say that's over the top? No, we'd say that's absolutely normal. Well, that's essentially what they're saying. They don't believe in slavery of animals. Now, this is a good one for our, our little very thoughtful and active millennials out there. Another approach to vegetarianism. You, might have, you would have heard just recently 
that uh, President Biden has put some very high goals on America to reduce their carbon output. Now, a little known effect of that, it's just been commented on as a, oh my God, what's he trying to do to us? They will have to reduce their consumption of red meat by 80% to reach those targets because red meat is massively wasteful of carbon, but also of different elements such as water and land and all other kinds of energy. This is something I've known for a while now, and ever since I found that, I've always had the idea that I've had a, quite a simple goal. I'm not, no, no, I don't want to be a seven days a week, three days of three meals a day vegetarian. All I want to do is to try and increase the amount of vegetarian dinners I have. So I had that in my mind for a bit of time, and it's only really been in the last nine to 12 months that I've had the opportunity actually to do that. And now, two out of my three dinners are vegetarian. So I do feel that kind of a bit of a warm, fuzzy feeling about that and thinking that, yes, I am doing something good here. That's positive. And I'm also finding there's some interesting physical outcomes from that, such as when you are vegetarian, you do feel so much lighter. You really do. Because as I think I've discussed this previously, digesting meat is a hell of a process that requires a lot of energy and a lot of input from your body. So that you've released from that when you're having only vegetables and you do feel lighter and um, better and more regular and I think I sleep better as well so that's kind of interesting. So they are some of the very straightforward things you might do. Um, Other ones people might think of could relate to for example and I know my mother who's in well into her 70s said this to me the other day is oh packaging gosh we waste so much packaging with our food it just disgusts me and you know if you were to just separate your food packaging into a separate bag and look at it at the end of the week you'd be absolutely horrified to say just how much food packaging you have it's unavoidable in a lot of ways but here's where shopping at a market may actually help you to accommodate some of those needs because whereas if you go to a supermarket and you buy some apples they give you a plastic bag to put the apples into at least at a market, you can say, hey, put these into my my reusable bag I've bought with me, etc., etc. even if you want to give them Tupperware containers, which leaves really some of the, the hardest ones to deal with are your toiletries. So, for example, I still got to buy shampoo and conditioner, which comes in a bottle. But no, there are a number of different, what do they call themselves? They call themselves bulk dispensers, where you can go and buy, instead of buying a packet of nuts, you can go buy, I want to fill my container with nuts, etc. Or you can even bring along the old shampoo bottle and refill it with some shampoo or conditioner. And these are ways that, again, it's again, I guess the most important thing is just like any other dietary movies, it has to be a conscious decision. Something you have thought about and you have invested your energy and emotions into doing it. And we really can do a lot. And if it is like I was saying with the millennial generation, they are really hyper aware of environmental needs and they do want to make a difference. So I think this is only going to become a more appealing thing to them. And um, if you are involved in the lifestyle of the millennial, it's something you want to encourage because it is a really, in my mind, it's a wonderful kind of view to take and that people know that we can change the world. So let's do it. Okay, so that I hope is a where it's 
a pretty quick overview. I think um, it'll give you the idea that, you know, you can change the world through your by expressing your values through the way that you eat. And that can give you a better, more stable mental health. That's a wonderful thing for all of us. So, as always, stay fresh, keep smiling. Thank you very much for your time and um, stay tuned uh, for this, uh, for next Saturday's full market report as normal. Thank you kindly. Good day. That's what you got to do to the world. Bounty of the season, get it into you.